My back hurts. I need a like a heating pad. Um, I have this heater. It's that like burning my leg off. That won't do. I don't <laughs> want to lose a leg. I have things to do coming up. I must be on the elliptical. I don't want to do that again in the morning, but I might. <laughs> I just there one day there was this girl there that had such a such a good butt that she's my inspiration for doing it because <laughs> if that's how she got it, then I need to make that happen. <laughs> Maybe you should just ask her. No, no, no. Is, Never. Is this how you got that booty? I don't talk to anybody at the How gym. you get that booty? There's this guy that comes and stretches and grunts and groans and drives me nuts. And I am pained even when he says, have a good day. And I have to say, you too. <laughs> when Ashley and I went to the gym, there was this guy that would lift like very, very small weights. And he would always scream every time he did like a bicep curl or something. He'd be like, fuck. And we're like. Oh, can you please stop? The gym was literally the size of this garage, and we were, like, embarrassed as fuck. We're like, oh, my God, can you please just stop? It's, like, five pounds. Please um, don't. This guy's not even lifting weights when he grunts and groans. <laughs> he's stretching in the cardio room after he's lifted weights. So he'll sit on the floor and reach his toes out to his feet and groan and grunt about it. And I'm like, if it hurts that bad, you then you should it. not be doing whatever you did before you got here. Right. <laughs> And it drives me nuts. And I always have to just be like, so I've, I never used to take my headphones and I've started because I can't take it. Yeah, I would definitely take my headphones. Well, I usually just read the captions on the TV, but. Don't like that. Today I just listen to sad music. <laughs> that always gets you in the mood because for exercise. I'm so depressed to be on the elliptical that <laughs> it just fit my mood. Anyway, what are we doing? Is this for real? Yeah. Hey, hey, hey. Hello. Hi. We're trying a new technique for recording, so we're talking quiet and it just feels weird. It is weird. We're not quiet people. It's like we're whispering. I mean, we're probably talking at normal human talking volume, <laughs> but it feels like whispering. Yeah, this is the normal voice of normal people. I'm talking weird because I have some something wrong with my voice, but... She turned into a man since I did. last time. Well, no, you had a tickle last time we recorded. I did. Have they haven't tickle. heard it yet at this moment in time, but... <clears throat> no, yeah. And it's, it's progressively gotten worse and uh, just slightly better. This is better, yeah. Yeah. Way better than it was on well, Saturday. Well, I'm super busy for the next, like, t- two weeks, so you have time to recover before we do this again. I do. Thank God. Plus, we have, like, we're going to have, like, five episodes. Four episodes in the queue. Yeah. I love that word. Me too. The reason I love that word so much is because, well, A, it's a British term that they use a lot more than we do, but also because um, when I met the 1975, the lead singer put his hands on my shoulder and said, I'm starting the queue with her. Everybody get behind her. And then I died. I don't even know what that means in that sort He was, he, he wanted everybody to line up behind me. Oh. So, like, if you get in line in, in England, you, like, queue for something. Oh. I mean, that makes I. sense. I.e., uh, Netflix, your list used to be your your queue. Mm. Um, so that, he started the line with me, and then I was dead after that. <laughs> I've never recovered. Rest in peace. Yeah. Oh, I guess we should tell them who we are. Yeah. This is Let's Never Meet. I'm Mel. I'm Rissa. And what are we going to talk about today? Don't mind the creatures in the corner. Oh, sorry. I hear something just lurking about. Mm. And I can't decide if I think it's giant or tiny. I don't know. He could just be a cat. 
Well, in that case, come on out, kitty cat. I love cats. <laughs> I'll take you home. Not really. It's more likely uh, a possum or something. I don't like that. Uh, a bird flew in here one time when they were playing poker, and Austin was sitting in that chair and just reached his arm up and caught it <laughs> mid-flight. <My God. laughs> he, he came in the house, and he was like, I just got a bird right out of the air. And I was like, wow, that's impressive. That is impressive. <laughs> that's like that when you said it fits a cat. It's like the commercial, and she's like, come on, kitty. And it's like a raccoon, and it just comes in the door. <laughs> that would be me. Yeah, me too. Even yes. except mine would actually be. Yeah, you're like, you're a raccoon? Come raccoon, here, kitty. Yeah. <laughs> Come here, raccoon. I love raccoons. They're I do. They're cute. I like their little hands. Oh, my God. I know. They're so cute. There's a video on Facebook of this little raccoon floating around in a pink flamingo floaty, and he's got sunglasses on, and he's got, like, a little slushy and a martini glass, and it's the cutest thing ever. And I have watched it 500 times. I feel bad on the one where they put, like, candy, cotton candy or something in the water, no. and the raccoon's like, yeah. where did it go? Where did it go? Where did it go? No, where did it it, go? So it blows his mind. Poor little guy. Ooh. Um, uh, did you ask what we're talking about? Yeah, I did. So we're going super <clears throat> local. And um, we're going to talk about the death of Lori Gwynn, also known as the story of suspected serial killer Arlie Ray Davis. Mm. Which is just a cool name. Arlie Ray Davis. I like it. Yeah, it's not bad. No, I like it. Arlie. Arlie. <laughs> is he a pirate? Yeah. <laughs> Are you a pirate? Yeah. It is a cool stupid, name, but like joke. <laughs> now you have to hate it because he maybe was a serial killer. Was he maybe as like a famous serial like any no famous cases? No, well, no, just in this area. But I think there's probably a lot more that we don't know. Yeah, most serial killers are like that. Yes, and we're in such a rural area. There could be bodies everywhere. Who knows? Yeah, there could like, be kill kits. Yes, mm. like we've got pigs everywhere. Give yeah. a body to a pig. Nom, nom, nom. I did not. They eat all of it. I know. Except for, uh, like, teeth or something. When we were watching True Blood, they, like, threw Sookie into the pig pen, and I was like, "What? why are you doing that? That does nothing. And Austin was like, uh, they literally will eat anything. Especially if you can find mama pigs. Yeah. I was like, um, I'm sorry, they'll eat a live human? And he was like, yeah, they'll eat anything. Yeah, they I will. Was like, you throw Ooh. a dead body in there, you better take off its shoes and knock out its teeth, and the rest is good to go. <laughs> oh, my God. FYI, that's, if you want to dispose of a body, that's how you do it. That's horrifying. One time at a family function, we all had a conversation about how we would do it. Like somebody said they would like wrap the body in foil and then and then put it in cement and bury it. What the fuck is that gonna do? I don't know. What is foil gonna do? I think just to wrap them up. I think. I don't know. Foil and somebody is, else was like, "We're gonna get feed it to the pigs." Duh. Tin foil is way too expensive to be wrapping an entire body in it. It's like two dollars for seventy five feet. It, it is a lot. Yeah, it's expensive. You yeah, want the good, well, unless you want the crap kind, and then it just rips. Right. I need some Reynolds wrap. Yeah. I need no Dollar General brand. No Dollar Tree's even worse. <laughs> yeah. Okay. But also back to my original question: Why are you using tin? I don't know. I didn't. I didn't make that plan. And I didn't Seems think like to ask that many questions. A very ill thought out plan. Just use the cement in general. <laughs> right. Let's put the tinfoil on it. Does does do maybe, metal detectors detect tinfoil? I don't know, but maybe in cement they would like they wouldn't be in the middle of the cement. So maybe if you like put cement and then put foil, I don't know. You know what I mean? Like if you just pour a big block of cement and put a body in it, they might it might be weird. 
I don't know. Although, if you put a body in cement, it'll just crush the body, I would think. I don't know. The weight would. Like on the episode of 911, the show that I love, when the guy falls in the chocolate and he's being he's suffocating because the weight of the chocolate is smushing him. Are those real stories? No. Well, it's a scripted show, but I think they take a lot of them from like stories they've oh. that are like <clears throat> been on the news and stuff. Yeah. When you say 911, all I can think of is that show from the 90s that was like emergency 911. Oh or something. yeah, 911 is a scripted show and it's really good, mm-hmm. and it has Peter Krauss in it who I love because he was the lead guy on Six Feet Under, which is one of my faves. I tried to watch that show and I didn't I couldn't really under? get into it. Six Feet Under? Mm-hmm. First of all, wrong. Second of all, <laughs> great show. Third of all, best. You want to talk about a good finale of a show since the finale of your show was crap? Six Feet Under has the best ever ending to a show. I tried to watch it because... I would put money on it. <clears throat> because Dexter was in it. He is. And I Pre-Dexter. Was like, I was like, oh, this would be it's cool. It's from before Dexter. Yeah. But then I just couldn't. Really He's very different than Dexter in that. And Game of Thrones ending was right up there with Dexter's. <sighs> I think someone even said, I saw a tweet that was like, this finale makes me want to ride off into a, a boat into a fog or something like that. <laughs> yeah, like be a lumberjack randomly. <laughs> yes, and that's what it was. Thing, this finale makes me want to become a lumberjack. <laughs> what I hate about Dexter ending isn't even that he goes off to be a lumberjack, which is also stupid. But it's that he disposes of Deb the same way he disposes of the serial killers he kills. Like, why? Who was Deb? His sister. Remember she dies? And I he, don't remember that. Oh, sorry. And he How tosses she her. Die? I don't know, she was in the hospital and he unplugs her? I don't remember that. Because she was, like, in love with the other cop guy. He didn't get a chance to say bye, which also made me mad. I need to watch it again. You should probably watch the last episode. And he dumps Deb over the side of the boat, just like he does the serial killers. And I'm like, um, first of all, Dexter would not do that. That's just not... But Six Feet Under has the best ending ever. Anyone out there, fight me about it. (laughs) And my friend Brittany will completely agree. She listens to this, so when she hears this, she will agree. (laughs) And she'll text me about it because I've already I already busted her out about not liking G- Gypsy's voice on mm. the act. So it's not good. Might as well just name her by this point. <laughs> Which you need to watch. So you need to figure that out also. Yeah. So back to our suspected serial killer. Will it no way be as interesting as Ted? Because <laughs> no. who could be? No, right. So um, this takes place when we were five years old. He should be the face of Dosaki's. Ted. Yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine if we were like the marketers and be like, okay, so we show Ted Bundy. Yes. Jumping off the top of a bunk bed to strengthen his calves <laughs> and his ankles. <laughs> and then he says. And making soap-based adhesives. Yeah. Getting hacksaws from somewhere. Right. Okay. <laughs> it's just your friendly neighborhood mouse. I don't like mice. It's going to be fine. J- do you not remember Mousegate? None of, none of, <laughs> nobody in my family likes mice. Okay. So this happened when we were five years old. Which was like five years ago. <laughs> we're little, babe. Okay, it's, it's, I might have been lying about stuff blowing it's up not, against the door. I told you. <laughs> I'm not that stupid. Like, it's cute that you tried that for me, but that wasn't Well, I right. thought that's what it was for a second. Oh, God. Okay. I just got to think about this. So on August 21st of 19... 19- Oh, boy. <laughs> on August 21st of 1995, Lori Gwynn was drinking at a bar in Kewanee, Illinois. She was the police chief's daughter and a recently divorced mother to a 15-year-old son. 
Now, I don't know much, and this comes from my mom because she knows everything about everything. But She's it, a genius. It sounds like she got divorced from, like, a pretty not nice dude. So, like... As most people do. Well, but, like, mean to her. Yeah. So she leaves a mean guy, and then this is what happens, so... Yeah. Meets another one? Yeah. She's super lucky. Yeah. Talk about bad luck. Okay, so she's drinking at a bar, and she meets a man named Arlie Ray Davis and his cousin James Lindsley, who I think is kind of slow. Mm. Sorry. And uh, (laughs) she spends the evening playing pool and drinking with Arlie and James, like Mm. millions of women do all the time. Right. Like... People are doing right now, probably. Yeah, it's happening everywhere right now. Mm. And it's funny because... What I think about is how I am not a social person in the slightest. I hate people. I hate to be around people. Mm -hmm. I don't want people talking to me. Preach, sister. But I'm at the bar and I'm just like, hi. Like, Mm. because I'm just... Drunk? Well, sometimes. (laughs) But no, but like, I'm just like, what's going to happen to me? Like, you know, it's not like I'm walking... Yeah. And, I mean, no, not that anyone's going to attack me at Walmart, but I hate seeing people I know at Walmart. Oh, God. It's but, like, the when worst. you see, but, but see, you have those people that you say hi to at the bar that you don't talk to anywhere else. So right. you're just like, hi. Like, that's my bar friend. Like, yeah. hi. You know, half those people, I don't even know if I'd recognize them out in the daylight. No. You know, and also, like, the best way to get free beers is to play pool with some people. True. Like, when the group of. Uh, windmill workers came through and we befriended them and we hung out with them for like the three weeks they were here. They're gone. Don't know where. <laughs> Don't even remember their names now. But like this literally, they could have been like this. Yeah, very much so because they're traveling people and we all I mean, know they didn't look very vicious, but you know. Serial killers are like to travel. And I literally texted my friend because one of them was tattooed with a beard and I was <laughs> <laughs> I was there and I, sa- I said I texted her, I said there's an unknown man here with tattoos and a beard. And she said, I'll be there in 15 minutes. And homegirl <laughs> rolled up to the bar in 15 minutes. <laughs> she ain't fucking playing around. And then we befriended them. <laughs> Don't remember their names now, but. um, I might rem- uh, I have pictures of them, I think. Anywho. So they're playing pool and drinking like happens all the time. At closing time, Arlie tells Lori that she's too drunk and offers to drive her home. Which, again, happens all the time. Like, no, you leave your car here, we'll go here, we'll get your car in the morning. It's just really slimy because it's like, yeah, let's be safe and I'll take you home. But it's not safe. Right. Also, like, if she thought she was too drunk to drive, she should have called her dad. Right. Who was the police chief who could have gotten her. Right. He could have gotten her or any number of deputies that her dad sent out could have gotten her. Right. She could have got home. Her car is still at the bar in the morning. Right now? I think it's probably still there. (laughs) No. In the morning after this happens. So instead of taking her home, because, you know, he's a creep. Right. Arlie takes her to his relative's house where he's been staying in a tent in the yard. Red flag? Yeah. But can you imagine, like, being super drunk and there's this guy that you've been spending all this time with and he's like, I'm going to take you home. And you're like, okay. And then what does he say to you that you don't get alarmed that you're not headed home? And then you show up and he's like, come in my tent. (laughs) Mm. But, like, I can picture both ways being like, no, and running away. But I also can be I can also kind of see like, okay. You know, like how many times have people been like, oh, let's do this. And you're like, all right. Right. Here I go. But I don't, I mean, she's drunk too, so. Right. 
I'm not sure. If I saw a tent, though, I might be hightailing it out of there. Yeah. If if you are living with a family member and they don't even want you in the house, they're making you sleep in a tent, there's something wrong there. I would assume, yes. That's like, the biggest have a couch? red flag. And is the other, is the cousin James also living in the tent? Like, right. I don't know. Is this just their, air quotes, house and they all live in the tent? Is it a really big tent? Is it a really small tent? Yeah, I don't I know. I need more information on the tent. Yeah, I... Arlie was living in it. That's all I know. Okay. How do you even okay, carry on? I just don't even know. How I think he might have just been tent. sleeping in it. I'm <clears> assuming <throat> maybe these people had kids and didn't have enough room, but like you don't got a couch. Right. Or like you can't say, no, Arlie, you can't stay here. Get a hotel. Well, I mean, obviously. Sleep in your car. <laughs> uh, obviously he. Is a bad person. Has a tent to sleep in, so he's not going to pay for a hotel. <laughs> well, whose tent is it? We don't he could know. just camp out at the campground. Yeah, and I'd be like. Shower go. in the go lake some, like a bird bath. Go so yeah. He puts the water in his mouth and yeah. <laughs> Just watch out for Deer Man. Yeah, that would have been a Deer Man's gonna make a cameo in every single episode. It's <laughs> <laughs> so funny. Oh boy. So he takes her to the tent. Poor girl. Um, James later says that he stays in the car while Arlie takes Lori to the tent. Now James, I think thinks because, like I said, he's not. He's not all there. Mm-hmm. I think he thinks that, like, it's just a normal, Arlie's going to hook up with this lady, yada, yada. No one is going home with you and hooking up in a tent. Can I you imagine care that? how drunk they are. <laughs> they are not willingly hooking up in a fucking tent in Can you someone imagine else's though, yard. Because like, I'll show you. <laughs> I should show you what Arlie looks like. So can you imagine, though, that you meet this guy at the bar and you're like, ooh, la, la. And then he's like, yeah, girl, come with me. And you're like, okay. And then you roll up to a tent. No. Can you imagine being like, okay. Nope. Mm-mm. I'd be like, I got to call my dad right now. I'm going to send you this picture just because it puts it all into perspective of what he looks like. Okay, delivered. If that man walks you to a tent, you going to go with him? Nope. <laughs> I'm not 100% not going. Yeah, no. I'm not even leaving the bar. I don't even know if he's looking at the tent or the house. <laughs> How are he even going to drive you home? There's probably a lot of curb checking. He's definitely got a restriction on his driver's license. <laughs> he definitely needs some glasses that he's not wearing. I, well, I don't think glasses would even help. Them eyes are looking opposite directions. <laughs> Ain't no set of glasses going to help that. No. Oh, that's funny. So, um... Was so, the tent even fucking set up right? Like, there's no way he could <laughs> see to put him up maybe, right. Maybe the slow cousin helped him. So, he was the eyes. Um, <laughs> so, this part makes me really, really, really sad. So, there was a neighbor across the street that says that she was out on her porch at, like, 2 in the morning. Why? Seems weird. I don't know. Maybe a smoke break. Could be. When she hears a female voice yelling, quote... No, not that. Oh, no, not that. Do you know what the lady does? Calls the police? <laughs> you would think. No, she goes back in the house and goes to sleep. I, I feel <coughs> like that should be illegal. Right. I mean, she does later testify against Arlie Ray Davis, but, like, you could have maybe helped her. Right. Also... Huh? Like, can you ma- be like, nah, somebody else will get it. 
<laughs> right. It's two in the morning. This is a very busy street. Right now, the, Someone else the bystander you. effect, I understand when there's a large group of people, nobody calls the cops because they assume everyone else is calling the cops. Yeah. Like that case where that lady was murdered in that courtyard of an apartment and they said there was like 25 people that heard and watched it happen and was no one Was that the one called. that she was murdered like right at the bottom of the stairs in the stairwell? I don't know. She, I don't know if it's that. Is it like or, an older one? Yeah. And like you know there was about? one. Yeah. Like it was like a U-shaped apartment building and it was literally down like in the courtyard and there were like 25 people home. Everyone reported later hearing it and seeing stuff, but nobody called the cops because they assumed that someone else would. So that's the bystander effect. Okay, you don't have the bystander effect here because it's nope. 2 in the morning and ain't nobody else outside. Nope. It was reported that she maybe didn't have a phone, but, like, go get a phone. Right. Go find a phone. Right. Also, it's 1995. Why don't you have a phone? <laughs> right. You literally can only have a house phone at this point. Yeah, so... <laughs> Why don't you have one? How do people reach you? That's the point, maybe. Could be. I don't know. But it makes... It breaks my heart that this yeah, lady... Yeah, that's very sad. But also, Here's what is she? Alive. Not that. Like, what is she? Because if someone's like stabbing you, you're not like, no, not that. You're I like, think please don't. I think he's raping her mm. or yeah, going that makes to. Sense. Um, so early the next morning, a man from Anawan, Illinois, sees a car pulling out from where the canal is, and the car's driving super erratic, swerving all over the road, acting cray cray. And this is a smart man. He writes down the license plate, which people don't seem to do. Yeah, I couldn't. I probably couldn't write down a license plate because I'd never be able to remember any of the digits in the plate. No. This eventually was matched to Arlie Ray Davis, his car. So Lori's body is found naked and dumped in the Hennepin Canal. Her cause of death is ruled strangulation and blunt force injuries. And they notice her body has places of torn skin. Her fingernails are broke off like she was fighting. She has bruises all over her body and bruises to her vagina. I didn't even know that could bruise. I mean, I think anywhere with And I've had a baby. Oh, I'm sure that shit was bruised. (laughs) I'm sure it was. That shit was tore up from the floor. It was not looking right at (laughs) all. I did not look at it because I did not want to see the carnage. No. But I heard... That it was not good. No, I don't think it's ever good. Mm-mm. Gross. It didn't feel good, that's for sure. <laughs> so she has bruises all over, and like I said, so they know she was sexually assaulted. So after Arlie Ray and James had dumped Lori in the canal, they flee. Obviously, they packed right. up their tent, and they were off. Guess Did they pack up the tent before they took her? Did they go back for the tent? Did they leave the tent? I don't know. Um, but they're stopped, I believe... I'm just kind of winging this because it's from my memory. I believe they were stopped like in St. Louis area. Mm-hmm. And James was arrested on an outstanding warrant from somewhere else. So Arlie says, okay, bye. Yeah, see and ya. keeps driving to Arizona, which is where he's found. Why Arizona? I do not know. Nice weather, I guess. Maybe. What time um, of year was it? August. Hella hot. <laughs> yeah, the weather in... <laughs> The weather in Arizona ain't nice in August. I mean, you don't sweat as much. That's because you're dead. Well, no. It's just really dry there. And Except, hot. okay, so I... <laughs> side note. I have the worst travel luck ever sometimes. So, my friend that lives in San Diego was like, come visit. It's always 75. It's always beautiful. And I'm like, okay, cool. I fly out there. 
It's literally thunderstorming as I land. <laughs> and he's like, did you bring this with you? Like, it literally hasn't rained here in, like, the three years I've lived here. Like, it hasn't <laughs> stormed. I'm like, meh. So later in life, I'm flying to Arizona, and it's all, it's dry heat. You don't sweat. Blah, 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 blah. So I'm flying, ironically, in the same row as a girl I went to high school with. We just both happen to be going to Arizona. That's weird. And... The pilot comes on as we're landing and says, the local temperature in Mesa, Arizona is 98 degrees, and it is unseasonably humid. Great. I said, of course it is. <laughs> and we literally sweated our tatas off for the whole day, and then the next day, not humid anymore. I don't care how low humidity it is. If it's 98 fucking degrees, it's hot. It is hot, but it's different. It's weird. It really is weird. Mm-hmm. And, like, I couldn't sleep in there because of the time difference, so I'd be up at, like, 8 with my feet in the pool, and it would be, like, 80 degrees already. Yeah. So I'd sent pictures to everybody that was here, and I was like, look at it. Yeah, it was, like, 4 a.m. here. Palm trees. Probably 6. No, it was, like, 8. No, it was 10. Well, it definitely... it was, no, no, it was 10 here. It was 8 there. Oh. And so they were still sleeping because they're used to it, and I'm like, yeah, okay, well, I don't sleep this late, so. Right. Yeah, it was weird. Um, I know anybody, sorry. So he's in I Arizona. Heard. Um, they eventually swab Lori, of course, as they do a rape kit, and it reveals that only Arlie Ray Davis sexually assaulted Lori, and that James did not, which he right, says he didn't. He was sitting in the car. Yeah, he's in the car. Arlie is eventually arrested, obviously, and he tells a cellmate that he wishes he had just killed James, too. Oh, that's nice. And this is probably the worst sentence I'm ever going to say in my entire life. He we tell- got a lot, lot more podcasting to do. <laughs> this is pretty bad. He tells the cellmate that Lori was just, quote, a dead fuck. Oh. And it makes me sick to my stomach to say That's that out loud. That's nice. I don't like that. No. Well, she's dead because you killed her. Right. So, meh. I It just, I, <clears throat> Yeah, that's very bothersome. And that guy that he told that to, let me see it. It's in my notes somewhere. It has, like, a really cool name, too. <laughs> Because I wrote it down. You're only allowed to be arrested in a criminal if you have a really cool name. Well, it seems to be the way. William Tennyson. He sounds <gasps> like he should be an author. <laughs> Tennyson. Tennyson. I feel like you should make a whiskey. Yeah. <laughs> then you can sing a song. that one song, only say Tennyson instead of Tennessee whiskey. I don't know that song. It's it's like a country song, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Who's that, who's that big guy that sings with Justin Timberlake? Chris Stapleton? Maybe. I think it's him. I don't know. Um, I haven't really been in on the radio listening to um, because I pretty much exclusively listen to podcasts now. <laughs> okay, yeah. So somebody asked me, like, what's some new music? I'm like, I don't know. No clue. They're like, have you read any books lately? I'm like, nope. Mm-mm. I've been watching documentaries and listening to podcasts, and that's pretty much Watching it. documentaries, listening to podcasts, writing notes, and creating a podcast. Yeah, like, I got time for none of that all shit. all I think about is crime. Right. All, all day, every day. Crime, 24-7. At 7 this morning, when I got home from the gym, I turned on Snapped. <laughs> it's because that guy said, have a nice morning to you yeah, after he was stretching. <laughs> after he was grunting and groaning all over the place. So, um, Arlie Ray Davis is convicted, sentenced to death. Um, they appeal his sentencing, and his sentence gets vacated to be resentenced, and then it's upheld, and he is sentenced to death. Um, Good. James takes a plea deal for 20 years for his part in the whole thing. Because he helps him dump him, dump her. Which yeah. I think still 20 years seems like a lot when you see other people that do things like that and they don't get that. Yeah, I don't... I mean, like, a case we're going to eventually cover. Like, a kid gets, like, four years for 
chopping somebody up. Oh, yeah. J- mm-hmm. James didn't chop nobody up. No. But he was, like, kind of a complacent person. Yeah. I mean, thing. he sat there the whole time in the car. He, If the neighbor could hear her screaming, he certainly Oh, yeah, he could. certainly knew what was going on. Yeah. So that's kind of the whole gist with Lori. Um, she was super well-loved in the town. Like I said, she was the police chief's daughter. Her picture hangs out at the, um, the health department in Kiwani because that's where she worked. Mm. So they have a little thing on the wall for her. Now, Arlie Ray Davis, the story goes on a little more. It's suspected that Arlie is a serial assaulter of women and a serial killer of women eventually. In the trial for Lori, Connie Waldron, Arlie's ex-girlfriend testifies that she found at one point a bunch of polaroids of naked and bound women who looked dead i hope that was when she became the ex-girlfriend yeah that's very discomforting that's like in you when she finds all those teeth and shit in the ceiling yeah and she's like what the okay i'm not gonna lie i don't think i ever watched the last episode what i think i watched literally all of them Except the last oh, one. Oh, this is very silly. That's like 13 Reasons Why I never finished the second season. I didn't even start the second season. I did. And then I know that there's like something I just don't even want to watch. And nope. so I just never finished it. Yeah, I don't know. Wh- I I am a person that if people really love something, I then boycott it. Yeah, that's how Austin is also. I've never seen Avatar. I've seen it like one time. It actually is decent. Never saw it. <clears throat> I had no interest in watching it. It just happened to be on TV one day and I was like, well, I was at a party once where they put it on and I went home. <laughs> like that's how anti-watching it I am. So I've never seen that. Um, I've never watched Lost, you know. Everybody I have not it. either. But Damon is in it, so I might So I have never watched Supernatural. People love it. Fuck you. Refuse to watch Game of Thrones because everybody loves it. So good. Like. Okay, but these are things. Okay, not Supernatural because I came in on Supernatural like season 10. However, I did watch Supernatural when it first came out in 2005, but I was 15 and that shit scared me and I couldn't sleep at night. What a big baby. I, I lived in the middle of nowhere, out in the country, and I believed in shit like that. So it was really scary. So I stopped watching it until like five years ago. But Game of Thrones I watched from the beginning before it was even popular. I just literally, like, like, okay, I never finished Gossip Girl. Never even watched it. I watched it literally almost the whole way through. You didn't finish Vampire Diaries either. No, I quit because it got stupid. (laughs) Like, I just... I can't commit that long and then not finish it. I, I'm once I'm over, I'm just done with it. Mm-mm. Like with with Vampire Diaries, once they went to that weird island, and then there was the original originals who were like more original than the other originals. No, the only original original was um. Yeah, but the, yeah. What's his name? But there can't be more. There can't be an original original. Like you're getting too much going on. And then <laughs> there was like the fake Stefan, and Bonnie's annoying, and I was just done with it. Oh yeah, the fake Stefan. He was um. They put the real stuff in, like, in a box and yeah. push them in the water. Yep. Dunzo after that. Yeah, I held out. I watched the whole thing. I, I just do that. Like. I can't. It makes my mom upset, too, because, like, sometimes we'll start watching, like, a show on DVD, and then by, like, the mid of whatever season, I'm just done. Like, I'm over it. I'm done. <laughs> Are we done yet? We're not I, done? Yeah. I'm done. I don't care how stupid and off track it gets. If I'm four seasons, five seasons in, I got to see it through till the end. There are... Three shows that I can willingly watch from beginning to end. A, 
One Tree Hill. Never watched My it. My favorite show ever. Refused to Did watch I say A or One? A. You said A. <laughs> Sometimes I mix them up. B, Sons of Anarchy. <laughs> Agree. Although, even towards the end, I was just kind of like, meh, whatever. Yeah, it was getting a little much towards the end. Yeah. And the other one is Six Feet Under. Also not watch that. Well, I have all the seasons if you ever want to watch it. Perfect. Um, But, like, I, I've never seen an episode of SpongeBob SquarePants. It's fucking stupid. So. Well, I'm like, how am I an almost 29-year-old millennial and I've never seen a single episode? I just do that. Like, if Lucky. people love things, I, I refuse. Yeah, I don't... I'm kind of the same way, but I don't refuse it as hard as you and Austin. <laughs> yeah, like, I'm just over it. And I don't... Yeah. And then, like, the more people tell me, like, you gotta finish this, you gotta finish this, I'm like, yeah, okay, and then I don't. Right. I just don't. Yeah. Like, you told me for, like, weeks to finish you, and I was like, okay, and then I literally got to... Om- I think I literally have an episode left. And I just have never watched it. And that's where it all unravels. I just, I feel like I probably just Googled it and read it because I do that to myself. Probably. Because I just, like, sometimes if I'm watching a new show, I will go on and go- on Wikipedia and read what happens in every episode because I don't want to wait to know. And then I'm <laughs> over it when it comes time to watch it. Yeah, I did the same thing. But I'm like, I ruin OCD, things. I have to watch the I ruin thing. things for myself. Yeah. Takes the time out, you know. Yeah. Anyway, sorry about that. Yeah, that was that was a white a detour. Yeah. <laughs> you can just cut as much of that out as you want. Right. <laughs> okay. So there are some potential victims of Arlie Ray Davis, assault victims only at this point. So in 1993, a girl named Carrie B, who's a prostitute, agrees to have sex with Arlie Ray Davis. He threatens to kill her in the midst of all this. She's like, hail to the nah. Mm-mm. She tries to escape, but notices there's no uh, door handle on the inside of the passenger door. So, so is, sh- is this a Ted Bundy sort of thing? Kind of, sort of. So she escapes out of the car window, and someone picks her up on the street. She doesn't report the crime until much, much later. Why? She's a hooker, doesn't think anyone will believe her. Mm-kay. Stigma. Yeah. Because a lot of these women are prostitutes that he, not not Lori and uh, whatnot, but... People didn't care. Right. Like, they just don't care. Like, how many serial killers are there that just focused on prostitutes because no one gave a crap? Right. And because they are most likely to be people that Nobody's going to miss them. You're right. Nobody's going to notice when they're missing. If they do, it's going to be quite a while. Or they're pimp. Right. And, like, he's just going to get somebody else. Right. He's not going to turn that in? No. Like, my my hooker went missing. (laughs) Right. Um, so then again in 1990, I have really shaky hands today. Again in 1993, Maria N., this one said a former prostitute, she must have been reformed after this, is choked with a belt and left naked out in a field, and, um, she also doesn't come forward until way later. Now, had any one of these women- She survived? Yes, yes, yes. These ones all survived. Oh. Are these all in the area? Yes, these are all from Peoria area. Oh. Uh, that's where he frequented. Oh. Um, in 1994, Denise T., again, a former prostitute, this is horrendous, agrees to pose for nude photos, which, I mean, as a prostitute, that's probably, like, an easy job. Yeah. Takes, you know, the work out of it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy. Sometimes my brain. So, um, (laughs) Arlie wraps a cord, like an extension cord, around her neck. Is this part of the photo shoot, or? Well, if it is, it gets weird. Um, so he would tighten the cord until she would pass out, 
And then he would loosen it again, so she'd come back too, and he'd tighten it again. He did this for hours. Oh my god. The pressure eventually pops an eyeball out (gasps) onto her cheek. What the fuck? Can you imagine? I didn't even know that that was possible. Like, I I know that your eye could pop out, but I didn't know that just... Pressure in your brain. Or pressure in your head, yeah. Oh my god. This is a kicker too. She goes to the emergency room when she gets away. How fuck did she get away? I have no idea. But she goes to the emergency room, and they have documentation of her eyeball being popped out. And, like, she has permanent damage from it, but she does not tell the cops or anyone what happened. Why? Until later. Once Why? Once Arlie's arrested, all of these things come out. What if someone is choking you multiple times and your fucking eyeball pops out? I think you're past the point of getting in trouble for prostitution. Give up the name. And she wasn't even there to do sex work. She was there... To take pictures. To take pictures, which is not illegal. (coughs) Strangling someone until their fucking eyeball falls out is illegal, I'm pretty sure. (laughs) If it's not, it should be. Yeah. (laughs) So, in... Okay, so one more. In 1994, Michelle Yu, a prostitute, was attacked. Um... Lured away with him and attacked, and she tries to escape, but again notices there's no door handle. Right. Um, but luckily for her, her pimp had followed them. Ooh. Apparently he got some bad vibes and rescues her from Arlie Ray. Great. At least there's a caring pimp here. You never hear about that. No. You only hear about mean ones. Right. <laughs> in Jailbirds that you need to watch on Netflix, mm-hmm. one of the women is in prison for pimping and pandering. And I didn't know what it meant, so I had to Google it. The fact that I had to Google the words pimping and pandering was just <laughs> funny. Um, but I learned that pandering is like to lure women to be prostitutes. Oh. Apparently. Isn't that recruiting? Yeah, basically. But in hmm. California, it's called pimping and pandering. All right. So. Learn something new every day. Yes. I was like. Sounds like a rap song. <laughs> pimping and pandering. <laughs> um, yeah, or I a rap duo. Just sing pimp reminded me. So. In 1995, after Lori, and when the police catch Arlie and they search his car, they find extension cords, handcuffs, and that the inside handle on the passenger drawer is missing. Oh, that's So peculiar. all these women were telling the truth right. when they finally told. Right. If you are assaulted by anyone, fucking tell somebody. I mean, like, yeah. I was going to try to, like, come up with some reason why you wouldn't, and I get... I get it because in the 90s hookers were not looked at as normal people or valued people right but like the one that lost an eyeball like i think you suffered enough you ain't gotta tell them that's what you were doing you could just say we went home together right you popped my eyeball out right can you imagine the pain though of that much pressure in your head it literally blew her eye out of its socket i think about when i get my migraines and it hurts in my eyeball (laughs) And how I wish my eyeball would pop out because it hurts so bad. But, like, I can't imagine what it must feel like to have your eyeball pop out. I just, that's awful. Especially because because of the nerves, it would still be connected. It would just be, like, hanging here. Oh, God. Yeah, that's not a good look. And, like, moving around like Mad-Eye. Yeah, oh, my God. Yeah, that's creepy. <sighs> Don't so like those are women that came forward to an investigator after Arlie was arrested for Lori who he was trying to pin all of these things on Arlie Ray Davis because I guess at some point he had gotten his name and kind of... Wait, who was trying to pin it on? This investigator in Peoria. Oh, okay. Um, I guess he'd gotten his name and kind of knew that he was doing all of this, but was trying to get stories to so that when they got him for Lori, 
they could also do all this other stuff yeah. because how much easier he's already yeah. arrested. So they never do get him for these. Um, and then these are other potential murder victims. Now this one gets me. This one, as I say, grinds my gears. Mm. In 1994, Jenny Miles, age 26, is found naked in a shallow grave. After Arlie's conviction for murdering Lori, his DNA was compared to that found on Jenny's body, and it was a perfect match. Okay, but a perfect match in 1995 right, is it's not different. good. But there was no evidence, so they never charged him with it. Or there wasn't enough evidence, so they never charged him with it. But the thing is... I think um, matching, as best as it is, DNA on a dead body to someone who's now murdered someone... I feel like it's decent evidence. It is decent evidence, but also if you look at the West Memphis 3 case where they tested the DNA and it could have been Mark Byers or his kids that wasn't even related to him. They just had the same markers. Yeah. So it clearly is not that reliable. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, but like he's a known murderer now, so like the odds are probably pretty good. Yeah. So then in 1995, a lady named Stephanie Gibson, 48, was last seen leaving a bar with Arlie Ray Davis. He tells cops... Can we put out a public service announcement to not leave bars with this person? Right. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Right. So uh, he says that they went and looked at the state park or something, I think, and he took her home and she was fine. Okay. You don't go to a state park? After you leave the bar. No. Also, she's still missing. She's still considered missing by the Illinois missing persons thing. Hmm. They never found anything? No. Hmm. But, like, the fact that Arlie Ray keeps getting, like, talked to about these things, and he's like, yeah, she was fine. And they're like... And they're like, well, all right, we'll move on. Mm." Yeah, like... (sighs) I've never... I've never heard a murder story... That went, yeah, we went and did this and ended with, I dropped her off at home and she was fine. That, That's that never was actually the correct true. answer. Yeah, <laughs> right. no, never. That's never actually what happened. No, you always assume that that person is lying. Right. So Arlie is also suspected in the disappearances of Loretta Tinkum, who was 31, and Cheryl Murray, who was 44, both of which are still considered missing. And Cheryl Merwin, 35, whose skull was found in 2001, but not identified until 2003. Oh. But that's all they ever found, I guess. Um, so when Arlie Ray is in prison, the police learn that he has a lockbox. And they want in this lockbox because they think in that lockbox are going to be trophies yeah, of his victims. Photos or whatever. Pictures. IDs, jewelry, anything. But here's a kicker. (laughs) Always a kicker. Um, There is another relative's name on the lockbox with Arlie Ray. Of course there is. And because that relative is still alive. And not in police custody. They cannot open the lockbox. Right. So that lockbox is still just chilling. Never opened. They still have never been Still never opened. Why would the the relative not let them open it? Right. I do not know. So Maybe it'll st- implicate the relative, too. It could be. Um, so our story ends in October of 2002 when Arlie Ray Davis dies of a heart attack while on death row. Oh, I didn't even know he was dead. Didn't even get the satisfaction of executing him. Does I... Illinois still execute people? Do we still execute people? I'm not sure. Hey, Siri. Does Illinois still execute prisoners? 
Okay, I found this on the web for does Illinois still execute prisoners? Check it out. No, bitch, I don't want a link. I just want you to tell me. I think we stopped in 2011, from what I just read. In that quick little synopsis. I didn't mm. think that we still did, but... I had uh, no idea. I don't know. I do know of another uh, Illinois potential serial killer we can do, Richard Speck. Um, yeah. The nurses. Mm-hmm. My mom worked with his sister. Mm. Um, so, yeah, so Arlie Ray might have been just, like, killing women I'm in the Peoria, Kiwani vicinity. Mm. Um, but my mom told me, like, it was really scary when this happened here because it's just scary. Like, yeah. it... it it was a reminder to women, like, yo, be careful. Right. Don't just go home with any fucking creep. Because, yeah. Especially if his eyes point in opposite directions. True. But see, so many serial killers were either way... No, no, Siri. I said serial, not you. <laughs> um, <coughs> as weird as it was, a lot of them started... A lot of serial killers started targeting boys. Yeah. So that was, like, all the rage for a while. So it's like, <laughs> yeah. you kind of forget, like, oh, yeah. In like, the late 80s, early 90s. They were all about the boys. Yeah. Sorry, boys, but once Ted was off the scene, it was about the boys. Yeah. Ted was gone and Jeff was in. Yeah, and Jeffrey <laughs> took over. Yeah. And he was and into John, little, Wayne Gacy. little dark-complected boys. Jeffrey yes. was. So, yeah, so that's Arlie Ray Davis. Serial killer killed somebody in Kiwani. That is bananas. I also feel like the world's missing, like, Serial killers in this day and age, it's just too easy to get caught. Yeah, it's because any serial killer kills one person and then they're caught and don't have a chance to kill any more people, which is good. It is. It is. But it serial killers are so fascinating and interesting to me that it's just sad that there's... Now we have mass shooters and they're not interesting. No. Like, it takes no brain power to go shoot up a bunch of people. None. Like, you don't have to plan nothing. You don't gotta be sneaky. Nope. You just shoot a bunch of people. Yeah. It's thundering. I don't like that. I'm scared of two things in life. Thunderstorms and clowns. <laughs> I thought you were going to say mice. <laughs> I don't like them. I'm not scared. My Those are my two biggest fears. My mom's two biggest fears are flying and snakes. So when the movie Snakes on a Plane came out, I'm like, Perfect. you, you want to go see it? She's like, no. You want to see a movie Clowns in a Thunderstorm? I don't think so. <laughs> Isn't that just it? <laughs> yeah. I cried three times. <laughs> I have not seen that movie. 90s version or updated version? I've seen both. I cried the entire movie of the 90s version um, because my high school boyfriend and my mom thought it'd be really funny to make me watch it, and then I cried the whole time. And then (laughs) as a grown adult, after I was taken out of a haunted house at 26 years old because of a clown while I was crying, (laughs) uh, good. Um, I went to see it with uh, my friend and my mom, and they held my hands while I cried. I don't even know why you would do that to yourself. Because I, th- I I like to put myself in positions that are going to scare me on purpose to try to get over it. It didn't work. It's not I working? I had nightmares about one scene in the movie. Legit <laughs> woke me up in the middle of the night nightmares. I mean, I have nightmares a lot, but it was bad. Yee. So, yeah. Oh, my God. It's coming down. Yeah, it's How are we going to get the computer back in the house? Um, well, I'm going to put a sweater. in my shirt, and uh, well, we're going to wait till this rain calms down a little bit if it does it will and it so. doesn't usually rain this hard for that long that's true we've just been getting a lot of rain but not a lot like hard like this it like hard like this sprinkles yeah hard like this sprinkles yeah anyway people are probably tired of us rambling oh yeah i'm sure 
I forget sometimes that we're not just talking to each other. <laughs> right. Even I forget that we're not just literally talking. in contact all day, every day. Right. <laughs> we do not get enough talking to each other. <laughs> no. We have to email, text, Snapchat. Right. All forms of communication. And sometimes then... multiples at the same time. Right. It's fine. Yes. All right. Well, we're going to try to brave this weather eventually. Yep. If you're in the Midwest right now, you understand our struggle. Yeah, you're underwater too. Literally. We have a boat. Literally. We have a boat right here. We'll boat up to the house. Yeah. 20 feet up there. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll be back. Yep. All right. Go to Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Facebook. Rate us on iTunes. Like us, rate us, subscribe, do all the Follow. things. Follow. Tell your friends about us. Yeah, tell all your friends. To quote The Weeknd, who I love. Go, go tell your friends about it. Yeah. That's a song. Okay. It's literally called Tell Your Friends. All right. Perfect. I will play that next time. No, I'm just kidding. Super. All right. So, don't talk to strangers. And let's never meet. Bye. Bye.